when you start talking about who the major players are in this on both sides, both teams, um, absolutely, they're going to see some of the best of what the NFL has to offer. And I can only hope that uh, Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins put up some mega numbers in a monster game because that usually means that's tied to a, a Titans win, although he had uh, DeAndre had eight for 140. Uh, Indianapolis, and that didn't seem to come out the right way there. Um, but yeah, Derrick Henry is he's our king in this case. Um, who's just you know run like a man possessed ever since the last time, uh, that he was in London and was not the starter. It's that was where the, the epiphany happened for him. That's Red Bryan, game day host and executive producer at Titans Radio. This weekend, the Tennessee Titans are the home team at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the final London game of 2023. Sad times indeed, but we still got plenty to look forward to. And that's what we're going to do on this program. It's very much focused on that game in North London. The stars will be on show. Let's hope they put on a performance. Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham, Derek Henry, DeAndre Hopkins. Remember the last time New Hopkins was over here? Can history repeat itself? Do you remember the last time the Ravens were over here? They won't want history to repeat themselves. This is a very special London Games preview. I'm Anthony Woolton, and this is the Transatlantic Sports Show. Hey, Rhett, man. London last Sunday was bathed in sunshine. The temperature was very hot for this time of year. It's going to be bathed in sunshine again for the Tennessee Titans. Looking at the forecast, it is looking good for Sunday. A little bit cooler, 13 degrees Celsius. In your language, that's 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Ah, The sun shines on the righteous. The Titans are coming to town. (laughs) Baltimore Ravens. How are you feeling, man? Well, first of all, the, that is the perfect fall autumn day in the mid south uh in terms of a football game so that's perfect um and i mean the mood is different this week because of uh, they lost a divisional game uh, you know at lucas oil stadium in indianapolis sunday and while the score was only 7 points difference uh it, it felt like it was so far out of reach and it was because the Colts just absolutely beat them at their own game they lined Zach Moss up they had Jonathan Taylor return uh but it was Zach Moss's show and they just ran it at the Titans defense at will and eight up the clock and I mean if both of those teams only had seven possessions each in that ball game typically it averages around 10 apiece so that tells you kind of how that went um, the only turnover was the one at the end. So it won your typical stat sheet where you go, ah, there was multiple turnovers. There was multiple penalties. There was multiple quarterback sacks. And uh, so they're back at work uh, just trying to get things straight before they head across the pond here in a couple of days. And, and conversely, uh, you know, it's the same story for the Baltimore Ravens, a seven-point loss on the road to a division rival for them, Pittsburgh Steelers. So they're trying to figure some things out. And Lamar Jackson, of course, is the show for them. And he's had a really good year. Um, his numbers weren't as good Sunday, but his receivers, I think they dropped nine balls in that game. Uh, something unbelievable. Um, 
th- this is by far the best team that the Titans will have faced in 2023. So they have got to be on their P's and Q's. I watched the Titans on the train back from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It came so close as well. When, when they went for it, um, uh, it was like fourth and goal, wasn't it? I think uh, towards the end. Um, and it was turnover and downs, but they came so close. But with regards to the, the Baltimore Ravens, it's just one of those those quirks, isn't it? You can't explain it in football. It's a divisional rivalry. And the Steelers tend to have their number, especially it's no longer Heinz Field, but in Pittsburgh. And my immediate reaction when I'd watched the, the Titans game towards the end, and then, as most people do, stick red zone on and uh, you know watch the, the, the scores come through. And I saw the result come through. And I, saw, and I, I loaded up the old game pass just to... Uh, do my research on the Ravens and and watch that game. And straight away, my initial reaction was London is going to be seen as a get-right game for both teams. This is a, a real opportunity and a neutral venue. I know it's it's a home game for the Titans, but it's a real opportunity for these teams to get things right. And And maybe it's also a decent opportunity for a, a team bonding exercise. You know, you, both teams are going on the road. The Ravens are over here all week this week. Uh, the Titans coming over on Friday. But again, it just helps the collective. And like I said, they can see this and think, mark on the cards. Okay, let's take care of business. And then we can head back home with a win and get our season back on track. Yeah, and that's exactly the formula that they're looking for right now when we're talking about the Titans because coming home from an international game at two and four sounds much different than if you're three and three and going into a bye week. Um, you, you talked about maybe team-building exercises. It's, it's uh, ironic you bring that up because if you look at this Titans roster um, – you know, typically the average roster turnover every year because of free agency and whatnot is about 30%. They had almost 50% turnover the Titans did in 2023, and most of it on the offensive side of the ball. And that's where some of the issues have come from in terms of they're just right there. They haven't gotten everything clicking on all cylinders, so to speak. Um, and so, yeah, they're looking for the right formula. Now, as far as what happened to the defense and what the Colts did to them, that's a whole new and different set of problems but the offense is you know they have a new offensive coordinator in tim kelly who was a former houston texan uh, coordinator and so there's implementation of different uh, schemes and, and things of that nature and so they're just all still trying to figure it out plus you had four of the five offensive line starters they're new to this team this year uh and the one guy who's a, 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 a stay over in Aaron Brewer moved from left guard to center. So he is still learning, I think, what is his natural position. So there's some cohesion that is still melding there together. Um, but it is. It's funny you bring that up because I think that's exactly where this team is right now, trying to figure it out. And I think you're exactly right with both teams see this as an opportunity to get well, get right, come home with a win in your pocket and have a bye week and get ready for the stretch run. This could be a vibe. Uh, I, I'd say it's similar to the, the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, we, we know uh, what's at stake at the end of the game on Sunday isn't anything like the Super Bowl. But it's it's about getting to the Super Bowl, essentially, this game on Sunday, because you've got to clock up your wins. But the, the atmosphere, the vibe, the festivities that are uh, connected with these London games, you've experienced it five years ago in 2018. You know, there, there might not be that home support 
for the Titans for this home game. Do you think that's going to bother the team? You're very closely connected. Congratulations, by the way, your 500th game this season on Titans Radio. So that's how well connected you are with this team. But the fact that this season they have the extra home game because the AFC have the uh, the additional home games in this uh, 17 game season. But do you think that the lack of home support will bother them? Well, first of all, thanks for the congratulations. I, I'm a blessed person and uh, and blessed to have covered this team for as long as I have. Uh, for a Mike Vrabel-led team, I would say no. And the reason I would say no is this. You know, they go into hostile environments on the road, and this is technically a road game, even though technically you're the home team in all of this. They're still playing the Baltimore Ravens across from them in between those hashes. And I think Mike Vrabel would tell you that if you take um, some of the crowd out of it, and I don't know how the crowd would root for, you know, I don't know if it'll be a bigger Ravens deal or a Titans deal. But typically, if you take them out of it on a road game, you can kind of control what you control, but uh, he never sees anything like that as, as an obstacle or a potential distraction or problem as much as it is an opportunity to just dial in on what you need to do. And after the performance in Indianapolis, they got plenty to work on. They got plenty to improve upon. And it's just going out and making the plays in this. Um, and you better be ready because you're right. While it doesn't have playoff implication level or Super Bowl level uh, outcome, it's a 17-week, 17-game uh, schedule. So it's a 17-chance deal. That's it. That's all there is. You don't get a do-over. It's not baseball with the best of five or best of seven or whatever. Um, you got one shot at it. And you'd better be ready for a Baltimore Ravens team that, like I said, is going to be plenty mad losing a, a seven-point division game of their own. And, I mean, they're loaded on all three phases. They have the best kicker in the game in Justin Tucker who is Mr. Accurate. Uh, they always have big, giant, space-eating defensive linemen that take up space and occupy things with that line so that they have linebackers that can move around and make trouble for you. And they traded for Roquan Smith, the former Chicago Bear, who is right, notching tackles left and right in this. And, and, you know, they've got big corners like Marlon Humphrey. Uh, but then you look at them offensively. I mean, Lamar Jackson is, is learning and has learned how to – be an efficient passer in this league, not just the air quotes here running quarterback. Um, he's had a great year passing the ball. And by the way, they have a covey of running backs that can make you pay. Gus Edwards, uh, Justice Hill, and oh, by the way, the aforementioned Lamar Jackson can do it with his legs as well. They're, they're solid on all three phases. That's a John Harbaugh team. That's a Ravens identity and has been for a long, long time. So you'd better be ready, as they say over here, to bring your lunch pail and go to work because it's going to be a long day. What about the headline acts on the Titans side of the ball? We're all going to be excited to see Derrick Henry uh, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And and D-Hop, you know, last time D-Hop was in London was with the the, the Texans uh, when they played the Jags in 2019. He had a big game that day over here. So he knows London well. Of course, he doesn't know the, the, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, but still, I mean, it's a great venue. You're going to love it, the, uh, the the Spurs Stadium. But, you know, these are, are two headline acts that fans over here are going to be hopeful and, and hungry to see put on a show for them. Yeah, it's it's uh, when you start talking about who the major players are in this on both sides, both teams, 
um, absolutely they're going to see some of the best of what the NFL has to offer. And I can only hope that uh, Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins put up some mega numbers in a monster game because that usually means that's tied to a, a Titans win, although he had uh, DeAndre had eight for 140 uh, in Indianapolis, and that didn't seem to come out the right way there. Um, but, yeah, Derrick Henry is – he's our king in this case, um, who's just, you know, run like a man possessed ever since the last time uh, that he was in London and was not the starter. It's That was where the, the epiphany happened for him. And a few weeks later, he ran for 238 yards and four touchdowns against the Jaguars in Nashville. And he's been stacking things ever since. I mean, he's he's knocking – he's heading towards 10,000 yards rushing. And that's what's crazy to think about. But, um, yeah, and, and Ryan Tannehill is still an, an efficient and effective passer in distributing the ball. And uh, there's a, a young – rookie running back that I think people will be excited to see in Tajay Spears, our third round pick this year out of Tulane, who is the other running back in this, who can really move and really make you pay out of the backfield as a receiver. Uh, it's kind of a change of pace deal there. And, um, you know, and Jeffrey Simmons on defense, we'll see what his health looks like because he got dinged up with a shoulder uh, in, in Indy on Sunday, but one of the premier top five defensive line talents in the league um, you know, Kevin Byard at safety and Aziz Al Shires come over from the 49ers and it's just racking up tackles left and right. There's a lot of things for uh, fans of the UK to get excited about, to, to see some real names go at yeah. each other. Can't wait. Can't wait. Absolutely looking forward to it. The, the Ravens, they've been here all week. So, I mean, John Harbaugh absolutely hated it. Yeah, He's been the most vocal coach anti uh, NFL international games, especially London. Um, after the last time they were here, they they were absolutely spanked by the Jaguars at Wembley Stadium in 2017. So, understandably, he's sending his team over early. They came in on a Friday last time, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the extra acclimatization over here um, works in teams' favor. We saw it. Last year, the New Orleans Saints, they lost to the Minnesota Vikings and they came overall uh, for the whole week. And we've seen the Arizona Cardinals get absolutely spanked in 2017 uh, against the Los Angeles Rams. So there isn't necessarily an advantage there, but you know, what, what, what are the, the guys saying over on your side about that, you know, about the Ravens having that extra time over here? How's that being perceived? Well, I mean, in the market, it's being perceived as a possible, excuse me, advantage for the Ravens. It's like, well, there's not a large enough sample size for us to make that assumption. Um, and I can understand why John Harbaugh, having a bad experience in his prior trip, would want to go the other way. But, um, you know, the thing about Mike Vrabel is he's a student of the game. He studies the same way as a coach. And he's got a plan for the players in terms of what time he'd like to hit them, have them hit lights out this week in a graduated going to bed earlier type of deal and limiting caffeine the day of the trip and those things so that they can sleep on the plane so that when they get there on Friday and uh, they can go to the, the place we're staying and get ready to go have a walk through practice and, you know, do the things like they normally do to kind of get acclimated because, you know, the team will fly back as soon as it's done on Sunday. And uh, I, I think it's just a, a difference of opinion and who you ask and what coach, what their preference is. Um, you know, and, of course, the other side of it, too, is 
what if the 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 Ravens have done this and they've been there all week and they end up losing? Mm. Their ownership group's going to go, man, you cost us a whole mm. lot of extra. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So it's just it just depends on who you ask. It really does. I think the going in, flying out Thursday afternoon from Nashville, coming in Friday morning through Heathrow, and having a pretty quick turnaround. I don't think that's a bad idea. Um, especially if you've got a couple of things to implement, uh, you know, for the plane ride, and mm. kind of, you know, get some acclimation there. Cause you'd hate to get used to all that stuff and then turn around and have to come back. I mean, cause think about the Ravens in this, they elected not to have a bye week after this game. If you'll remember, they wanted a one later in the year. And I think it's, they've got week 14. So see that could go against them in this. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've just I I've been around Mike Vabel too much. I'm like, let's think about this way and that way <laughs> and this way and that way. So that's why we get you on, Rhett. So with your uh, Mike Vabel uh, thinking, because you guys are clearly in sync. <laughs> how? Where are the opportunities for the Titans? How do they attack this Ravens team on Sunday? What are we going to look out for? How are they going to win it? Well, they're going to have to do what they've done before to Lamar Jackson when they've had success against him, both in the regular season and in the playoffs, in that playoff run they made in 2019 on their way to AFC Championship game. And now this is Lamar Jackson, a much younger player at the time. And, you know, this is – he's a savvy vet now. But, you know, you you rush with four in a cage rush, as the coaches call it, and you do your best to cover with everything else. Well, I mean, that's always easier said than done. But if you can contain him, and it's much like what the formula is in trying to beat Patrick Mahomes, don't let him slide out of the pocket and extend plays with his body, whether it's running or rolling out and hitting a dart down the field to one of his receivers. You've got to make him uncomfortable by covering up all the options he's got in first look, at second look, third look, fourth look, and bringing pressure without necessarily just bringing a straight bull rush at him because he'll just burn you yeah roll out of the pocket and the next thing you know he's 15 20 yards down the the, the road with his legs or he's tipped a dart to somebody else so that's the first thing the other part of it is the titans always have to get things started by getting the run game going that means getting derrick henry cranked up early and you know the, the RPO game is big in this play action passing. That is what Ryan Tannehill does the best. If you can get him tuned up in that and get him going, that can make for a long day uh, for the Ravens. And obviously if you've got the run game as a part of that, you're going to keep uh, Lamar Jackson and that offense off of the field with long sustained drives. And the last thing is the, the, the special teams core for the Titans has been really good. Uh, you know, they traded for Nick Folk seventh rounder to new england they needed a kicker he has been perfect he's made every field goal he's made a couple from 50 plus he had a 53 yarder sunday uh and then ryan stonehouse our second year man the punter from colorado state averaging about 52 and a half yards gross i mean he's got a cannon for a leg and enormous hang time um so Field position is always such a big deal in this. They got back Kyle Reynolds, who'd been on injured reserve. He will return punts. Tajay Spears will return kicks. Um, so they've got to be smart on that game because, as I mentioned, the Baltimore Ravens always has good special teams. And when you've got Tucker as the kicker, that's right. forget it, man. The guy can hit it from anywhere. I'm convinced of it. I've seen Tucker. it. 
soccer at a soccer field as well man well it's not a soccer field we got the turf but you know what i mean at a soccer venue oh, yeah. like that a, a glorious one and you know these kickers they know that they they know what to stake and, and they appreciate where they're at and i think that will certainly hit them both kickers in this instance because you know, standing on that field especially when you look up and you see the the stand if you're watching it on the tv on the right of the TV, it's the, the one big stand. It's got a giant golden cockerel at the top. It's just iconic with the Tottenham Stadium. Those guys will step on the field and look up at that, and they'll, they'll have a sense of where they're at. And, uh, yeah, they'll want to they'll wanna put on a show, just like Derek Henry and Lamar and everybody else uh, will do as well. So, look, Rhett, before you head off, and we're going to hook up. We'll, uh, we'll meet um, later this week, which is very exciting. Um, yes. For Titans fans tuning in to this special preview episode, any events uh, to get them excited about taking place in London? Any uh, any bar takeovers? Where can Titans so, fans go and mingle the, with others? The official Titans pub, and there's an event on Friday from, I think, 1 to 7, and then there's another team event after that. But there's events both Friday and Saturday at the Admiralty. Okay which is uh, at Trafalgar Square, so not far from Piccadilly. and um, But that's the official place. So okay. Friday and Saturday afternoon and evening, that's where you will probably see some of us and certainly see all Titans fans you can find from everywhere, even from here. So that'd be the place. Nice one, Rhett. Well, look, safe travels. I will see you at the walkthrough, the practice uh, session on Friday. I'll be covering that get my questions into uh, the, the coach and Ryan Tannehill and whoever else they, they put up at the podium. But yeah, it'll be great to finally hook up again after, uh, well, five years since you were last over, man. Pretty wild. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Anthony. We'll, uh, we'll definitely have to uh, consume a pint oh, in celebration. My goodness. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Uh, that is Rhett Bryant. And thank you for listening to the Transatlantic Sports Show. If you haven't hit subscribe, then please do. You can follow us on social media at T-A-S-S underscore UK. That is on YouTube, also Instagram, and on Twitter, which is now X. So, well, you know what I mean. You get the gist. Transatlantic Sports Show. Look us up. Plenty of great videos connected with the games. We get inside the tunnel. If you haven't checked it out, then please do. Go follow us on socials, and you'll be able to see the video of um, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen exiting the tunnel and onto the field last weekend. Oh, these football games, we can't get enough of them over here in London. Why only three? Come on, Rog, you've been over. Give us more. We want more. Right, on that note, we'll be back with a very special episode recapping the game, the third and final game uh, at the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Sunday. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and you won't miss a thing. You'll hear from players, fans, and others connected with the nfl london series and then later in a few weeks time we'll be heading to frankfurt for the dolphins chiefs game more on that to come this is all about london baby and this is about ravens titans on saturday week six of the nfl right here in london so until next time 